My Nourish Balance Thrive supplement line has finally arrived. I am so excited to share them with you all. I have been taking the products for months now to test them first. And now that they are here for you, I want to share with you my favorite product of all of them. They're all really amazing. But this one is the Nourish Liver Support. We talk about toxicity a lot on the pod from our food and our environment to the air that we breathe and the water that we drink. And as you've heard me say, if we're not getting rid of toxins, on a daily basis, they're going to store in certain areas of your body, kind of think of it being stored in your fat. So as I've told so many of my patients over the years, if they're struggling with weight loss, one reason could be an overburdened body because you just got so many extra toxins being stored in the fat and your body won't release that fat. So we've got to be able to help filter the stuff out and your liver is a filter. So the Nourish Liver Support, I absolutely love. You can check it out at drlisao.com. Click on shop or just click the link below. I want to introduce you to my newest product, Balance Tea in my Nourish Balance Thrive line. What is Balance Tea? This is balancing out testosterone. It might just be the supplement that you've been missing in your entire routine. Ladies, I don't want you to freak out thinking this is only for men. This is also for you. We need testosterone in the right amounts to promote lean, sexy muscle. So if you are realizing you're doing your workouts, you're not really gaining muscle mass, you can't figure out what's going on, you might want this product. So I absolutely love it. I noticed a huge change in my workouts immediately after I started testing it out. So check it out. Grab a bottle for you. Grab a bottle for your hubby. You're going to love it. Click the link below. Otherwise, DrLisaO.com and then click on the shop button. An ironic media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while, trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant, best version of you. Are you ready? Let's do this. All right. Are you guys ready? I'm just going to share with you a lot of stuff about sugar today, because the reality is I don't think we understand as a society how addictive sugar is and how it impacts our health. So let's dig in. I am going to do a little episode here today. It is me and you, and we're deep diving into a keto 101. We're going back to the basics. We are going to talk exactly what is keto. How do we get into ketosis? Why do we love ketones so much? Why do I love ketones so much? And endogenous and exogenous ketones. Like what is that difference? So let's get back to basics. If you don't know who I am, I am Dr. Lisa Olszewski. I'm a chiropractor. I'm a naturopath. So therefore, I'm always looking at things holistically. I want to know how our body is always adapting to the situations we give it. And again, you will hear me say this all the time. The way your body is reacting right now is adapting to everything you've given it over the course of the last however many years. So if you've given your body amazing, great things, 
you're going to have amazing results. And if we haven't been up to par on our nutrition, on our exercise, on our thoughts, on all of our healthy habits, we're probably experiencing some issues that we just don't like, right? I said it today on an interview that um, for something I was being interviewed for. Here is the reality of so many people. We wake up at 40 or 50 years old and we're like, man, I hurt. Man, this really is achy. I got this extra weight. I don't have the energy. My relationships stink. And none of us said that like in our 20s saying, you know what, when I reach 40, I want to have a horrible relationship with my spouse. I want to wake up and scream at my kids. I want to eat some junk food and just make it through my days. None of us did that. But unfortunately, we end up in our 40s or 50s and we're like, I don't know what happened. So we're going to make it simple. I'm going to give you simple, sustainable steps, especially with keto. We do that in all of my courses, right? Like through my keto blueprint, through my keto Kickstarter, I want it simple. Sometimes people laugh at me because I keep it so simple. But the reality is if I throw a bunch of stuff at people, I don't want to overwhelm. I want you to succeed. I don't want you to sit there and say, I tried that once and it didn't work. I don't want to do it again. I tried healthy living once. I tried chiropractic once. I tried the exercise program once. I tried that diet once. It didn't work. No. I want you healthy. I want you vibrant. I want you to be able to play with your kids, your grandkids. I want you to be able to be at your kid's wedding. I want you out there and enjoying life. Especially when we look at what we've gone through the last several years with this pandemic, and we now know that the people that had the biggest issues with COVID had four or more comorbidities. Like these statistics are what is coming out of world agencies at this point. When we talked about it two years ago, we were told we were wrong, but the data suggests differently now. So let's get our insulin under control. Let's get our blood sugar under control. The best way to do that is through ketosis. All right. So how do we do this? I want to give you first some of the basic statistics about your body, things you may not realize. We have in our body 50 to 100 trillion cells. That is a lot. Your body is made up of seven octillion atoms. That is a f- huge number, huge number. There are 10 times the amount of bacteria in your human body than there are cells. And think of what we've gone through the last two years where we need to use antibacterial everything. Your body literally has 10 times the amount of bacteria in your human body than there are cells. It is estimated that your body alone is made up of over 60,000 miles of blood vessels. So if you put those end to end, you could wrap around the earth two and a half times. The body is more than 50% water. Your brain is made up of 80% water. The average human brain contains 100 billion nerve cells. Your stomach, the lining of your stomach replaces itself every three to four days. You breathe in and out 20,000 times a day. And there are 7,200 nerve endings in every foot. 
your body regenerates itself every seven years. So you think of that. Every single cell in your body regenerates at its own pace. Like I just said, your stomach lining every three to four days. Red blood cells can last four months. White blood cells regenerate every year. Your colon replicates every four days. And the cells of your stomach that digest your food replicates every couple of hours. But some cells don't regenerate. The neurons in your brain and the cerebral cortex don't regenerate. So once you kill them off, they're gone. So think of that. Who you are today will be an exact replica of you seven years from now. You are pretty amazing, but it's also what you fuel your body with will dictate the quality of those cells. So again, what did I just say? You are what you eat. You put junk in, you're going to get a junky body. But if you good, if you put good, healthy food in, you will get a good, healthy body. There is nothing simpler than that. You can't expect to have health if you eat processed nutrient deficient food. You can't expect to be healthy if you eat fast food. You heard me correctly. I say it all the time. There is nothing healthy in a fast food restaurant. And my patients will argue. But I choose the healthy options, Dr. Lisa. But you know what? I go to the one place and get the chili. Oh, I grabbed the apples over at the other place. So I'm going to tell you this. If I took an apple right now in my kitchen and if I sliced it up, when would it turn brown? Right? Give it a couple of minutes and it's going to start to turn brown. When did that fast food restaurant slice those apples? And when, you know, what did they have to put on it to make sure that it's not brown by the time you're getting it? How many days or weeks later? Let's get real. There is nothing healthy. It is a fast food option. It is an option that is not conducive to health. So when I see the lines in my small town at the fast food restaurants, I want to cringe. And especially when I see kids all lined up in it in the back of the car. Let's get back to feeding our kids good, healthy food. We've got a generation of kids that are super sick in America. And now just to add on everything else in the last several years, we've added on so many more issues. This generation of children are the first generation that will not outlive the life expectancy of their parents. There is more type 2 adult onset diabetes in kids now than there ever has been before. We don't even call adult onset diabetes adult onset anymore because so many children are having it, which means that they're, they've had a diet of so much sugar-laden food and carbohydrate foods. Their pancreas has given up. So let's stop that. Let's recreate healthy habits so you can be the good role model for all those little people in your life, including (laughs) not just all the little people, but all the good people in your life. So here's the deal. I want to go back to our ancestors. I did a wellness diplomate nearly 20 years ago now before wellness was a huge buzzword. And it was before all of these things were popular, before CrossFit was popular, before paleo was popular. But our instructor literally said, let's look back at the paleo ancestors. Let's see how they lived because the quality of their bones were different. They had um, oblong bones, which are a much stronger structure. Let's look at the bacteria in the gut. What were they getting from their food? Like we all hear about probiotics now, but let's see what are the beneficial strains and how did our ancestors eat? Because that is exactly 
what's going on, right? How did our ancestors eat? They ate what was in season. There were time periods of an abundance of food, and there were time periods when there was not. So guess what? Our body had to learn to adapt, and that is exactly what ketosis is. It's your body's adaptation to a lower amount of food or abundance of food, so that way we can fast and we can tap into our fuel stores to use our fat for fuel. So ketosis is not a new fad. It is not something that showed up during, you know, the 80s with the Atkins era or whatever else. We'll go through some of like the geekiness to talk about like what started all of this and when it started. But realize our ancestors lived in time periods of abundance of food and time periods where it wasn't abundant. Therefore, they were in and out of ketosis. So again, why am I an advocate of cycling carbohydrates, of going in and out of ketosis? Because we're not meant to be in ketosis 365 days a year for years on end. It's not how our ancestors lived. And so I want to help our bodies really get back to innately, like how are we meant to live? So let's do and let's, let's, Let's nourish ourselves that way because in modern day America, there's, we always have a lot of food. (laughs) We have restaurants open 24 hours a day. And a lot of times we are eating from the minute we wake up until the minute we go to bed. We are grazing throughout the day. That's not the best thing to do for our blood sugar and for all sorts of other stuff. So let's get into it. There are several things that we can look at that make up our diet. We have things like carbohydrates, we have proteins, and we have fat. Those are what are called macros. What most people don't understand, there is something we are eating every single day that has a profound effect on your body. We have been taught for decades, especially in the United States, to have tons of this in our diet, It's in the base of our food guide pyramid here in the United States, but it's actually led to an entire whole host of issues in our society. It can have a negative effect on your immune system. After eating this, it will suppress your immune system. It's in most of our diets. I'm going to tell you, bacteria and cancer cells and all sorts of stuff loves this. It may contribute to an increase in various cancers. It stresses the immune system of your body that's fighting off all that bad stuff. It increases the fat in your body. It increases triglycerides. It causes hormonal imbalances. It can lead to a decreased learning ability in your kids and in you. It is now contributing to Alzheimer's. It increases blood pressure. It is an addictive substance. What is this? If you said fat, you're wrong. It is sugar. There are so many issues and symptoms correlated with sugar intake. And unfortunately, it is in everything that we eat. It is in 
everything. It is everywhere. And I don't want you to think of being a sugar-free diet replaced with artificial sweeteners like aspartame or sucralose. I mean, that's a whole separate thing that we'll talk about down the road. But literally, sugar is in your pasta sauces to the tune of 15 grams or four teaspoons of sugar in a half of a cup of pasta sauce. Have you ever measured out a half a cup of sauce for your you know, tomato sauce for your pasta? It's really not a whole lot. So most people, if you're doing it, you're putting a whole lot more than a half a cup. It's in your salad dressings and especially in your fat-free salad dressings. Remember when they took out all the fat back in the 90s for us? You had to substitute it with something. So what do you think they threw it in? Yep, they put in sugar. It is not uncommon to see up to eight grams of sugar or several teaspoons in a two tablespoon serving of sugar. So that's over one third of the serving is sugar. Where else is it? It's in your mayonnaise. (laughs) Here's a study that was done. They wanted to see how much additional sugar people consumed on a daily basis. So they looked for added sugars, um, like table sugar, brown sugar, high fructose corn syrup, honey, molasses, brown rice syrup, agave syrup. All of those natural sugars are still sugar. So things that are in your soft drinks and your iced tea and your candies and your pastries and your cookies and your canned fruit, they did not add in sugars in fruit, like 100% juice or other whole foods. What were the results? And this is an old study, guys. This was not in 2020 or 2022 or 2020, whatever. This is an old study. Like we're looking at least 20 years. So imagine how much more is going on now. Participants consumed an average of 21.4 teaspoons of sugar every single day. 320 calories a day from these secretive, these hidden sources. 21.4 teaspoons of sugar you don't know that you are eating. That was about 16% of participants' total daily caloric intake in comparison to 11% in the late 70s. So people with a higher intake of added sugars are more likely to have lower levels of high-density lipoproteins or HDLs, cholesterol, your good cholesterol. You want those high. I always think of them high-density, heavenly. So your HDLs are good. Your LDLs, bad. Triglycerides, not cool either. So people with higher intakes of added sugars were more likely to have lower levels of your good and higher levels of your bad. So 21.4 teaspoons of sugar. I want you to seriously think of that. Maybe go over to your kitchen tonight and take a teaspoon out and spoon out 21.4 or 21 and a half teaspoons of sugar. Think about it like this. Imagine sitting down at your dinner table and shoveling in that amount of sugar straight into your mouth. You would never do it. So we obviously need to minimize our sugar intake. So why is that so important? What happens when you eat sugar? Right? I want you to realize this. Your body can only tolerate a small amount of sugar in your bloodstream without going into a hyper or a high sugar coma. It's actually a teaspoon. I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? 
This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this... I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button of sugar that your body can tolerate at one time. One teaspoon And I just told you you're taking in 21.4 throughout the day. So you can only tolerate one teaspoon at a time. Do you have any idea how many teaspoons of sugar are in a can of soda? Like one can of soda is 10 teaspoons. 10 teaspoons in a can of soda. But you're probably sitting here thinking, you just told me one is all that my body can tolerate, but I just drank a can of Coke. I'm not in a hyperglycemia. What's going on? Well, you know, you're not going into a diabetic coma every time you drink a can of Coke. So what happens? When you eat or drink sugar, your sugar levels raise up in your body. They rise. So I'm going to make it simple again, healthy living simple, right? Your organs say, hey, ton of sugar in here. So your pancreas does the job that it needs to do, and it brings out insulin to help lower your sugar levels to bring them back down to normal. There's an entire cascade of other players like glucagon and glycogen and everything else that's going on, but we've got to help bring those sugar levels back down. But now you're tired, so what do you do, right? The afternoon, think of this, like you go in for pizza or pasta for lunch, and then the afternoon lull, you get really sleepy, and you can tell you ate the carbs, (laughs) So now we go and grab a candy bar, right? So the sugar levels skyrocket again. And so then our pancreas has to do its work again to pull it back down. And so after years of going up and down and up and down and up and down like that, that's diabetes. That's what turns out, right? Like I said, this is what used to happen when they used to say it was fat and 40 and female and all that stuff. Type 2 adult onset diabetes. Doesn't matter. Those three Fs that we learned way back when in schools, nah, because it's happening in our kids now and it's happening in boys and girls and all that stuff. So if what was taking decades for our generation and our parents' generation to develop is happening now in the kids in the first 10 years of life, we got issues, guys, because we know what happens once you have a diabetes diagnosis. I mean, I will literally have patients walk in saying, I understand what happened to my family members when they got diagnosed with this and it was uncontrolled and it is a brutal disease, right? People don't realize that you can lose your eyesight because of the blood vessels and what happens with uncontrolled sugars. This is when you start to see amputations and all sorts of stuff that way. This is one of those diseases that when somebody witnesses a family member or a friend having these horrible issues, this is what This is when the rubber hits the road and they're making changes because they don't want that. And this is what I think is so sad is when we've got these little kids that, you know, they were taught to eat this way. They didn't come out saying, hey, give me like some really crummy food. You know, hey, I want I want all the sugar. And I think it's one of those things that once you pay attention and you you realize like all of us have seen it, if we've been feeding our kids clean for the first however many years of life and they go off to daycare or go off to nursery school and they come home and now they're a wired kid. We've all seen it. We know exactly what happens when they're given the M&Ms at school with all the food dyes too, right? So let's take control and let's start teaching our kids healthier habits as to how they're feeling 
when they ate something and how, you know, maybe they're getting yelled at, maybe they're doing some whatever, and just helping them realize these connections. So that way you can empower your children to make those better choices. So I want you to start reading your labels and just start looking at all of these products that are actually containing sugar. The best way is to eat food as nature intended, right? Without labels. And the example that I always use is to, you know, baby stops. If you're drinking orange juice in the morning, let's stop it and switch on over to an orange instead. Because think of it this way, your big old glass of Florida fresh squeezed orange juice is really how many oranges. And when you fresh squeezed it out, you took out all of the pulp. And if you even bought it with the pulp, this doesn't count. Like you still, it is not as fibrous as if you ate an orange with the um, I was going to say the peel, don't eat the peel, but with, with the, the fiber in there. That fiber is nature's way of slowing down some of that blood sugar spike in your body. But when you're throwing it straight back in a cup, you're going to see a bigger spike that way. Again, I'm not a fan of starting out your morning with orange juice, but I'm thinking of those baby steps. If this is something that has been ingrained in you forever and this is what you do, Let's just switch over to eating the orange. It takes a little bit more time to peel it. It's going to take a little bit more time to chew it. But there's a whole bunch of other stuff that's going on in your body. And you can prep for that food instead of just like, hey, big and salt, here's a whole lot of orange juice all at once. And now my body's saying, okay, adapt, adapt quickly. So I want you to take take a look at things. I want you to realize that one teaspoon of sugar literally is four grams of sugar. So a product that has 20 grams of sugar is actually five teaspoons of sugar to think of it that way. So are you thinking of shoveling in five teaspoons of sugar at one time period? You're not going to do that in real life. But when you start eating these foods and you start to realize that you're like, oh my God, I actually am doing that. I might as well just sit down with five t- with a you know sugar container and wheel in five teaspoons. Don't do that. I want you just to recognize what it is. Realize that refined sugars are your products like your high fructose corn syrup, your granulated sugars, all of those things. And I want you to just going to go through some different serving sizes of stuff and what's in it. If you pick up Del Monte fruit chillers, uh, sorbet, right? 26 grams of sugar. Divide that by four, you got six and a half teaspoons of sugar in there. Um, How about you pick up the peaches, right? You think like the peaches, canned peaches are a good thing for you and your kids in light syrup. Mm-mm, 18 grams of sugar. So that's basically 14 or 4.5 teaspoons of sugar. Same thing with applesauce. Like I said, one can of Coca-Cola, almost 10 teaspoons of sugar. Same thing with Pepsi-Cola. So now so many people are like, well, I just do Gatorade. Mm-hmm. 16.9 ounce bottle, you've got 29 grams of sugar. Divide it out by four. That's a lot of sugar. All of the naked juices, we think juice is a better option. You're still looking at 25 grams of sugar. Breakfast shakes, um, 20 grams of sugar. Your Tropicana Pure Premium, 29 grams of sugar. So let's look at that. That um, Amped Energy drinks, holy moly, 58 grams of sugar. So I want you to start reading labels. You're going to be amazed at how much sugar you're actually consuming on a daily basis. Again, I'm simple steps. If you don't know that you're eating it, then how are you going to correct it, right? So it's all 
about awareness. And once you understand what happens in your body physiology, like what's happening when you consume sugar, you're going to understand why your energy spikes and then it drops. And then you feel the need to ingest more carbohydrates, more sugar to start the process all over again. Like we are not designed for such extreme swings of high and low blood sugar. So now this all makes sense as to why you and your family members might be seeing so many more people being diagnosed with diabetes, right? Or being pre-diabetic. So let's take a step back. Let's start tracking our food. Let's start looking at our labels. I want you to think of breakfast again. Um, every single day, you have a clean slate to start your day. So you've had a night of rest. This is your homeostasis. This is balance. So what is your beverage of choice to start out in the day? I want you to choose some water first. And if you do coffee, let's look at some black coffee instead of coffee with additional sugar or cream. Let's start taking out those sugary options. So if it's soda, if it's orange juice, let's start decreasing those slowly. Maybe you know, if you're not ready to switch from an orange juice over to an actual orange, what if you cut your orange juice in half with water, right? Simple steps. If that's the only thing you do today and you continued on a week from now, will you be healthier or sicker a week from now? I want you to realize fruit is still sugar, even though it's natural, it still has a lot of the same effects in your body. So again, that's why I want to cut back some of the sugar content for things like orange juice. So realize what is going on. I want you to understand sugar. We're going to go through all of this. And the next episode, I'm going to deep dive in into keto and ketosis. But if you don't understand the basics of sugar and that it is everywhere, and here's, we didn't even deep dive in, but this stuff is addictive. They have done studies, you guys, literally to watch our brains to see what areas light up and it is the addictive centers of our brain. They've done studies on, you know, mice and rats. And guess what? You give them the option of an Oreo, Oreo cookie. They want that. They want that versus like morphine. That is that addictive. So, you know, if you are a person that you can willpower through things and get out of, like, just cut it out, do it. But again, like I always tell people, like I used to be the person I was like, willpower, do it. You just got to do it. And then people would give up and I'm like, "Ah, didn't have the willpower. Well, you know what? I've realized (laughs) not everybody's got the willpower. And so we've got to do simple steps. And so that's where, um, you know, I admit like I was wrong all these years. (laughs) I just yell at people. I'm like, really? It's all or nothing. Just do it. (laughs) Life happens. Sugar happens. It's an addiction. And I do I do agree, like with an alcoholic, you got to go cold turkey, right? And so um, best, yeah, let's go cold turkey. But it's also, this is an acceptable addiction. Everybody's addicted to sugar. And so it's really hard to live your life when you've got all of this stuff happening. So let's do some baby steps. Let's cut it out. Let's uh, start to become more aware. And what happens is as you start to put the good stuff in, you're going to crave more good. And what I always find, like when we do our whole 30 courses, that was back in the day in the office. But now when we do our keto blueprint courses and everything else in the practice, people literally come in 30 days from now and they're like, I didn't know carrots tasted sweet. 
right? Like that is the beauty when you clear out all of that sugar in your body, you actually can taste your food and you will find out how sugar or how sugar, you'll find out how sugar is addictive, but you're also just going to find out how food should taste and there will be so much more flavor to your food. So simple steps. I hope this gave you a little bit of the science of the background. Um, Strategic steps. I want you to succeed. If you want to work with me one-on-one, I want you to go for a discovery call. Go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Dr. Lisa Consult, D-R-L-I-S-A-C-O-N-S-U-L-T. And you can book a discovery call with me and we can really see, we'll deep dive in, see where you need help for this nutrition because we need to get this under control. So that way, so many other aspects, things like inflammation is coming a lot of times from the foods that we eat. You've heard me say it over and over and over again. I see it in my practice. Uh, I know my patients don't like it, but I'll call them out because it's typically Halloween to Valentine's Day. I go to adjust them and they're like, oh, that hurts. Reality is the adjustments that I do should not hurt. When that hurts, I know exactly what they've been eating. They've had way too many carbohydrates in their diet. Carbohydrates break down into sugar. There's way too much inflammation. And so we've got to work on getting that out. So they know it's the rolling joke in the practice. Like they're like, oh gosh, how did you know? Like, I can't keep anything from you, Dr. Lisa. No. And I'm not just, I'm just bringing that awareness, right? Like, Hey, yeah, you know what? You feel a lot better. You don't wake up achy in the morning. It's not when you're, you know, like your feet feel like a ton of bricks. That stuff doesn't happen once you eliminate the sugar out of your diet. Plus you don't have those energy swings and then you just have good, clean energy. Like once you get into ketosis, man, it is like your brain is on fire. So uh, like good, like brain on fire, like, hey, crystal clear. I can think I got no brain fog. It's awesome. That type of stuff. So bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Dr. Lisa consult to book a discovery call with me. And uh, otherwise, check out the link below. And if you want our keto Kickstarter, it's my three day little kickstart into your journey of ketosis. Uh, Plus, here's a little secret. I give you a fourth bonus day, all for price of three. Um, or our 30-day Keto Blueprint, which people love. Check it out. Did you like that episode? If I may ask you a huge favor, I would love it if you went on over to Apple Podcast and gave us a review. I personally read each and every one of them as they come in, and I am always inspired by your feedback. So I would be so appreciative if you did that. And here is the legalese. All content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests in her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms, is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. 
So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that drlisao.com, click the shop link or click the link below.